I want to go back to take two. I want to go back to um, take five. <laughs> I want to go back to the service last week. Let let it go. And we can't let it go unless we go forward into the full armor of God. We can't let we can't let go all the things before we go into the the full armor of God. So we uh, all agree with it. Everybody that was here on Sunday, we all agreed with it. We said we're going to do this. We're going to do that. A question: Are we really? Did we really do it? Did we really spend time to say, "This is now what I'm going to do this week"? I'm going to say to myself, "I've been doing this for a while. I'm going to slow down and oh, I'm going to try and just get over it. Hate people, talk nasty things to people, try and bring people down, especially in our workplaces where we we get angry, we do all kinds of things. But God is good." And he comes and he changes us if we are willing. If we are willing to change our lives, he is going to come. As, he's going to send the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is going to be with us, and we are going to be changed. But we need the Holy Spirit to change us to help us change our lives. So, a short story about somebody that put the full arm of God on. Um, I know this guy. He, he's a Muslim. And to put the whole armor of God on, he had to change everything. So he, what he did, he, he had a fair, he got married to a Christian woman, and she, uh, he had to change, become a Christian. He was a Muslim, a stone Muslim, a Muslim that believed in so much of his culture. His family disowned him. His family disowned him. His brothers and sisters, everybody disowned him because he wanted to follow our Lord Jesus Christ. He wanted to make a change in his life. He wanted to come and know who our Father is, who our God is, who what, what he has really done in our lives, he can do it in his life. And he changed his life, but even today his family still hate him. But he had to put the full armor of God on to change his life so that his mother and father could see that this is really a true son of God. He changed his life and to become a, a Muslim you have to be just, they are so strong. They, there's, there's, they, have to, they are right. They are right. There's no, there's no Jesus, no God. There's no, they are right. So they had to change, so he had to change his whole life around. He found Jesus Christ, he changed his whole life around to go and follow Jesus. He had to put the full armor of God on. And they just said all kinds of nasty things about him. But they still loved him. And today we love him. Because we know that he's changed his whole life to follow Christ Jesus. And that's why we have to put the complete armor of God on. That's why we need to understand what we were said last week. And to put the full armor of God on, we have to do that. We need to be changed. We need to be con 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 changed into the, into the Spirit of God. Because we can't put the full armor on and we haven't got that change in our lives. 
we haven't got that following Christ in our lives. I know that um, we love God, we follow Jesus Christ, and I know also that we we all fault. We all fault, but it, we are on a we are on a process. We are learning every day to follow our Lord Jesus Christ. Every day we we just we we go through things. Yes, but Jesus tells us that we were all not perfect. That He still loves us, even if we what we do, He still loves us. But it is us with the power of the Spirit to change our lives, to change our lives so that we can pull out the full armor of of God. <laughs> I'm looking at okay. All right, I got. I'll finish it off with this. I had to took the belt of truth, and even yes, sir. every other piece of the full arm of God is attached to the truth. Hey, every other piece. <laughs> If you don't begin with the truth, you will never defeat the enemy. And Jesus says, this is God's word. No longer should we live the way we used to, because we no longer are the people we used to be. If only we could grasp the struggling truth. The moment we put on the truth, the moment we put on the trust of in Christ, the moment we trust in Christ, now we have possessed a new identity. Now we <laughs> the new power, we have new powers, motives, new desires. Now we have the capability to live a in a, a remarkable life. Now we make now, now we make it our goal to live out the other. <laughs> Let's do it over again. Now, now we we make it our goal to live out and help others in this wonderful good news. Amen. Nah, nah. <laughs> I honestly thought they were going to give Fernando another five minutes. <laughs> this you, brother. Okay. Ephesians six seventeen instructs us to put on the whole armor of God and to take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. I love how Paul started off with put on. You know, as as a, as a me as a believer, there's times where I don't put on the armor of God, but I put on another armor, and that's the armor of excuses. It's an armor of laziness. It's an armor of lies. You know, and and I'm so sometimes we're so caught up. I'm so caught up that I believe all the stuff. But the good thing about it is that, you know, we, he's given us a choice. That if we want to put it on, or we don't. The good thing about the armor of God is that they say, 
Once we put on the armor of God, we're putting on Christ. And it's amazing because it's a, it's a you know, I always thought, I, I didn't know about this armor. I didn't know what the armor was. I encourage you, if you don't know about the armor of God, read it. It's amazing. It's, a, it's like it blows your mind. Church, I want you to repeat after me. With every blessing, there is a battle. Most of the times, as a believer, I'm so busy with the fight that I've lost sight of the victory. You know what I mean? But it happens. It happens. You know, because we're so caught up in, okay, you know, because it talks about flesh and blood. You know, but we're, we're like for work, we're, we're caught up about titles, we're caught up about arguing about certain things, but we forget the most important battle that we're facing is the spiritual battle. And this is where the enemy wants to come and just go, oh, mate, I got you. I'm going to attack right here because we allow him to. Hills, repeat after me. Family, repeat after me. This is not the time to lose your head. Paul writes to the church in, how do I pronounce this church? Ephesus? Ephesus? Okay. Ephesus to put on the whole armor of God because you are under attack. You know, a lot of times in day and moments in my life where I'm always under attack, no matter how blessed I am or no matter how successful I get, or so many achievements that I get, or I'm healthy or fruitful, somewhere in my life, I'm being attacked or going to be attacked. See, but the greatest thing about it is God wants, uh, God wants to bless me, me and you. But he also wants me and you to be dressed for battle. while we receive the blessings. How important, church, and as a father and as a believer, how important is it to protect your head? See, Jesus said, don't be, sorry, it's the wrong notes. Ephesians 12. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the, the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. This is what we battle with every day. And it's, and, and, and it's been a battle for me this whole week. I've changed this so many times. My wife was just looking at me like a, that I was a crazy chicken. You know, I had my word, changed it, changed it, changed it, but not knowing that I was just going through my battle. I was going through my battle during the week. And it's hard because if we don't put on this armor, the enemy's going to stand all over us. And that's the honest truth. I just want to finish with something. Finish it up like today, man. Come on, let's go. Come on, 
as we wear the helmet of salvation every day, our minds become more insoluted against the suggestions, desires, and traps the enemy lays for us. But we choose to guard our minds for ex- sorry. We choose to guard our minds from excessive worldly influence and instead think on the things that honor Christ. It's Philippians 4 8. Man, I'm not even halfway through this. But anyway, I'm going to end it here, but thank you very much. Morning, family. Morning. If you see me shaking and sweating, don't worry about it. I'm not here to perform. Um, These guys used all my scriptures there. Um, So... When I was talking to my wife, what are you speaking on? I, I chose the, um, the gospel of peace on our feet, the shoes. And um, Kathy said to me, just stick to the shoes. They go all over the place. <laughs> so I'm going to stick to the shoes, you know. Um, the New Living Translation says, Ephesians 6, chapter 5, for shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you would be fully prepared. As I was preparing this word, um, I felt the Lord give me this revelation. Eh? You know, I, I, I was listening during the week of these preachers preaching on it, eh? but I, it didn't apply to me. It didn't really speak to me until I started studying it myself. And then God gave me this revelation. The gospel of peace is our solid foundation. It's what we stand on, you know? It's what we stand firm on, you know? So um, God has fitted our feet with the perfect shoes for battle. Uh, the, these shoes are designed and made for battle, you know? And the whole armor is designed for battle. His son, Jesus Christ, the, perf- the prince of peace. That's our peace, you know? The prince of peace, Jesus Christ. Um, in Philippians Four, verse 7 says, And the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. So God is our protection. You know, protect our hearts and our minds. You know, I, um, you know, just studying this, I thought the shoes were just a little thing that you put on your feet. But it's so much more. It's so much more. You know, without it, we, 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 we can't move. We can't stand firm. We can't stand strong. So that's what we're standing on, Jesus Christ, our firm foundation. And, um, and I like how Paul um, uses, the, uh, uses the physical analogy of the armor, which protects us from the fiery arrows of the enemy. You know, so that armor protects us from every fiery arrow of the enemy because it's spiritual. You know, he's coming at us spiritually. So our fight is not against flesh and blood. You know, like all the other guys have said, um, the peace of God, you know. I just thought of something um, that I saw the doctor during the week, and she asked me this question. 
when you're sick, do you get anxious? And I was like, wow, what a question. I said, oh, sometimes. And then as I left the doctors, God started downloading the times that I have felt anxious and felt, felt full of fear. It's when I'm, my relationship with God is far. It's not near, it's not close. So when we're not close to the Lord in our relationship and when he's not our strong foundation, then we start to, we start to waver. We start to be getting tossed to and fro. So, you know, it's, a, it's an important thing, this gospel of peace. Uh, Ephesians 4, 14 to 15. God is strong and he wants us to be strong. You know, that's maturity. Us coming to maturity, you know. So I found a scripture, um, Ephesians 4, 14 to 15. Then we will no longer be infants tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there, every wind of teaching and by the cunning and craftiness of people in their deceitful scheming. Instead, speaking the truth in love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is Christ. So, um, yeah, that, that's just our scripture that just spoke to me personally and I felt would speak to us as a church. Yeah, and... Um, and um, I just want to finish off with this passage of scripture, which um, the gospel of peace is the, the love of God that reconciles, you know, that reconciles us. Back in this day, I spoke about the Jews being hostile with the Gentiles, but in our day, it's the unsaved being reconciled with the saved. So there's no hostility because the peace of God that transcends all understanding. So, in this passage of scripture, Ephesians 2, oh, it's a long passage, Ephesians 2, but it's really, it, it brings it all together. Ephesians 2, uh, verses 13 to 22 says, But now in Christ Jesus, you who were once far away have been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. By setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations, his purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of the two, thus making peace. And in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross by which he put to death, put to death their hostility. He came and preached peace to you who were far away in peace to those who were near. Well, through him, we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Consequently, you have no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household, built on the foundation. This is the revelation I had, the foundation of the gospel of peace. That's what we're standing on. Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets, with Christ Jesus himself as the corner, as the chief cornerstone. So the teachings, the teachings of our pastors, the prophets, the, te- uh, the apostles. In him, the whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. And in him, you too 
are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, fellas. You messed everything up. You see this book? I already made space for them so I can write all their sermons. They told me they're going to have their own space. But I put the, the belt, belt of truth and then seal of faith, come of salvation. No one touched it. <laughs> then we put up uh, the efficient six. I think we're saying that uh, Pastor T. It's an awesome uh, script that this gentleman tried to give it to us how to live our life. But you know me. <laughs> There's a great man and some great woman in the world of God. They've done an awesome job. He put in the Bible for you and I so we can line up our life and how to communicate or how to connect to his word. Their life is awesome. Still, human beings that they will make mistakes like you and I. But it was put there for you and I so we can live a life and learn some great stuff from it and not doing what they done wrong. <laughs> you know? It's like if I done wrong yesterday and I do the same today and tomorrow, guess what I'm going to get? A telling off from my wife. You said that yesterday, now you say it today, you say it again tomorrow. So we have to learn from that. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wall. What's that word? Wiles of the devil. What's the, is that number 10? It's number 11. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord. So 12, please, sorry. For we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principality, against power, against the ruler of the darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of weaknesses in the heavenly place. All these fellows talk about how to put your armor, the armor of God. You should have that armor every single day of your life. Because when you stand with your, when you put something on and you stand firm, you're not going to move. And everything is going to hit you. Is that right? It's going to hit you. I was preparing myself to, to talk, uh, you know, I was waiting for this fellow to, uh, to come to the, you know, to cover all those so I don't have to touch it. <laughs> so I can talk to you because you put on the armor of God. But how are you going to fight the war? You need weapons to fight the war. And, uh, and it's talking about from 17 and, and, and 18, they're talking about, you know, the word of God. Prayer. When you put that armor, the power of truth, the seal, the breastplate of righteousness, the gospel of peace, like uh, Samuel talked uh, talk about the shoes of peace. Talk about the breast of righteousness, the gospel of peace. Um, Seal of faith, helmet of salvation, beautiful armor that we are carrying, that we have put on us. But how are you going to fight the fight? Because you're going to stand there if you've got no weapon to fight the fight. 
guess what? Everything's gonna come to you. Finally, it doesn't matter how strong you are, finally you're gonna go down. I think one of the, uh, of the gentlemen touch every life, laziness, discourage, hate. Have you in those areas? Someone touched like, uh, I think Fernando touched your parents, someone changed their life. And their family hate them. But what? Because of, and the, the Bible is so clear with that. Jesus said, the, the world will hate you because, it's not because of you, but because of him. So when you do something great for God, guess what? Some people are not going to like you. But you still need, as the, as the, the men were sharing this morning, you still need to, to hold that armor, hold it up, and make sure you've got a white, right weapon to fight the fight. Ah. You need to have a, a right tools to work, to work with. And the soul of them is the word of God and prayer. That's your weapon. The word of God, this word of God. And I always bring, bring the mindset into our everyday life. How is your relationship with your kids? How's your relationship with your wife? You say hello, or you say nice thing in, in front of people when you go home, in the closed door. Come on, be honest to yourself. I, I just say earlier, because when I make a mistake yesterday, I make it today, I make it tomorrow. This woman sitting right there. I said sorry to her, it doesn't matter what I do wrong, I say sorry to her. And he said to me, you will become normal to you. The no need not become normal. That's what God was bringing to my heart. That's how God teaches me. I never know how to say sorry before. My whole life, as I was growing up, you. Sorry is a bad thing to me. Honestly. But when God and the Holy Spirit, the armor, that's the armor that you carry, it doesn't matter what the people say or what they see in you, you know you're doing the right thing because God is in you. Try to bring that in your everyday life. How's your relationship with your friend? How's your relationship with your workmate? Things will happen. Error will come to you. But when that seal is okay and you use the, the word of God, you use the prayer to pray every day, guess what? It will help you to go through. It will help you to stand firm. Because if you just put an armor on it, you are going to go down if you're not using the word of God and prayer. You will stand. You will definitely you will stand. You know how great Paul is? He saw a soldier and then he bring that worldly perspective into a spiritual perspective. He saw a soldier was standing with his, with his armor and he said, oh, this is how my world, this is how my life should be. He turned from, from physical into spiritual because that is what the the scripture says, every day, a fire into you. You get up in the morning, you say hello, someone, your wife or your husband or your kids or your work, may you go to work and someone pick you up. What? Are you going to reply? Which way are you going? Oh, I'm sorry. Or, 
Oh, he always done this to me. How many times you apologize? How many times you, 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 you have a, a moment to share with someone about God? How many times you see someone, he needs help, and you give him help? How many times you see someone is, is feel down when he comes to work? You know that old say, oh, it's always like that. My nickname is Grumpy. Someone named me Grumpy because my face is always look grumpy. But I changed, tried to change that. I thought that was me. I honestly, no, no, that's honestly, I thought that was me. Because I, I, I don't get angry like, but I don't get angry and I, no, I, get, I, I don't get angry, but I still look like, you see. So I tried to change that because of this. I'm not trying to because I try to make myself better. I trained it because you know the fruit. You can't tell me you're not angry and your face goes like this. I put down a weapon so we can fight this fight. Amen? Praying all the time. He said, in the season or out of season. You pray for your family, you pray for your friends. You know, thank you men for, for the word today. Fernando just about someone changed their life. Why? Because he sees someone have freedom to live a life. If someone look at you and see there is freedom in you, they will ask themselves, how can you get there? It's only one person can change that. And then they want to taste of that. And then they change their life. Amen? See, I was going to preach to you for an hour and a half, but see, lay, lay touch on on a That blessing is a battle. You got about everything. You got about the title. You got about what you do, and you forgot about the victory that God gave you. Amen. When when life is short, we caught up with life every day. We forgot about thanking God for the for the life every day that is given to us, the breath that we breathe every single day. And uh, I think um, Sam touched from uh, the last ones he read about Ephesians 2, between the, the whole, that's the whole uh, uh, description of the shoes of peace. Wherever you go, the word of God should go with you. Wherever you go, even you don't need to stop and close your eyes and let everyone see you pray. You pray from inside out. You see something, you know, uh, usually when uh, my wife used to hear ambulance or police, uh, those wee wee things, they're like, and she start praying for that. She start said, oh, if there's an accident over there, pray for that person. Or if there's someone who need to, to be healed, Heal that person before the ambulance get there, before the police get there. You don't need to tell to go there and show your face to them and pray for them. 
You just sin because that's the arrow that you sin it. The weapon that you carry with you so you can fulfill the armor that you put on. You know, it's, a, it's like a, a uniform way. A armor is like a uniform. Is that right? Do you believe that? That's, that's, uh, I think that's what the, the Roman views. You play rugby, you know what team you're watching. Hey. If you watch the Open they're not going to wear the, the South Africa green and gold and things like that. Hey. You watch the Wales and Ireland, you know, you know Wales is, is red and Ireland is green. You will know them if you are rugby uh, fan. But like in any other game that you watch, you should have uh, know the team for what they wear. You walk out there, they know you. You just come out of the church, and then your mouth speak. <laughs> Watch what you come out. Because that's you're going to say, oh, you just come out of that church. I'm very close on trying to live a life, a simple life. It will connect to the will of God and make it possible for me to help someone else. And the word of God about the armor that we need to put on every day, that is to start from your household. Start from your household. Whoever is in your household, start from there. You can't come and respect the pastor over here. You can't even respect your partner at home. You can't come and respect the leaders over here. You can't even respect your sister. You can't come here and respect everyone in the front seat. And you can't even respect your workmate. That's a lie of the devil that what we read earlier when uh, our Pastor Key was reading that about all those things that the devil is trying to give it to you every single day. He comes and try to destroy peace. Discourage you. You know, things will happen in our life. Bad things, good things. But when bad things happen, please, and the Bible said, when you are angry, sit down and think. Because the time you release something, I'm sorry, it's already gone. Try to live a life according to the passion that God gave you. I got my passion. My passion is not going to work for Sam. My armor is not going to work for, for Leigh. My armor is not going to work for Christine and Andrew. It's not going to work. I got my armor that God was given to me, and the only thing that makes you and I are the same is his word and prayer. Only two things that will make you and I are the same, fighting the same fight, using the same tool, in whatever way that God shows you, use it. His word. When someone comes against you and he's trying to pull you down and he said, or you are late, or you say to you that, or you are nothing, and you say to them, my God said, I am up here and not down here. And I can do all things through my, through my Lord. 
Amen. As you go this week, as you put on the arm of God, please make sure you use two weapons that it will fight your fight. Not the pastor, not all your leaders, not your boss, not your mom and dad. I love families, man. I never learned about family in school. I learned to connect myself to the Lord and understand and ask him how can I be a good father? How can I be a good husband? How can I be a good man? And my perfect <laughs> I always say my family, yes, but <laughs> that's a lot. I'm still learning. I'm still trying. But I never look back and, and do things I usually done when I was growing up. I'm pushing forward and persevering through God and in God. Amen? So as your week goes this week, Put up, put on the armor, whole armor, and fight your battle with the word of God in prayer, and God will bless you.